And looking at commodities, gold is trading at $1,248. Platinum is at $929 per ounce, while the price of Brent crude oil is at $52.82 a barrel. And we join now by George Glynis, economist and managing director at ETM Analytics. Morning, George. Morning, Sakina. And of course, uh, General Motors, we have to talk about this one, uh, their disinvestment, a sign of how tough business is to conduct in South Africa. Uh, is this a clear message to policymakers, would you say? Yeah, uh, Sakina, I, I would say it definitely is. Um, it, it's obviously not just one single factor that, that's led to their disinvestment. I would say it's a range of things. Um, obviously, South Africa's economy is not doing particularly well, so... Uh, if you have a look at what car sales have been doing over the past uh, year to 18 months, um, it's been an incredibly tough time for the industry. So that's clearly taken its toll. Um, obviously, their, their, their margins have been squeezed significantly to, as a result of that, and, and clearly they're not getting the amount of sales. So there's a business decision there for sure. But you know, we, we we need to we need to stop trying to um, uh, make excuses, if you like, for for why companies like GM <clears throat> are choosing to disinvest. The reality is that there's still quite a lot uh, that South Africa can do to encourage investment into this country, and I don't believe that we are necessarily doing that. So the message to policymakers would be to to get the act together in terms of of policies that do generate economic growth to make sure that at the very least that you have uh, political certainty that people can feel comfortable investing in the future of the country without having to worry about um, graft and corruptions and scandals and uh, the outlook for, for the political economy and can focus on the business of doing business without being um, concerned about uh, the future of policy that affects their own industry. So policy certainty on that front would also go a long way, along with uh, friendlier relations between business and government and, and labor. So there's a lot South Africa can do to improve the situation, and it's regrettable that a company like GM has decided to pull out. Uh, but I think as with, with, every, uh, with every negative development, um, you can choose to utilize it as a lesson learned and to, and to fix the situation as a result of it, or you can pretend that it's not really a problem I see Minister Rob Davies was trying to play down the impact. Um, I, I don't think that's helpful. Uh, I think we should be taking this very seriously and, and finding ways of keeping uh, companies like General Motors in the country. And I see some of our listeners also weighing in here, looking at the union perspective. Uh, Rose Palisa says, while Irvin Jim was busy forming a political party, General Motors was closing shop and the unions have no interest in a workers' issues. And Kirote says, so our unions have been sleeping on the job. Industrialists pulling out of South Africa and only now they decide to react. Surely they should have seen this coming. But moving along and just looking at the bigger picture there, uh, George, emerging market sentiment dealt another blow by Brazil. Um, what's the significance of that to South Africa? Well, there's huge significance here, um, Sakina, because if one, and I'm not, I'm not sure many listeners pay uh, close attention to what's going on in Brazil, but effectively their president has been um, caught, if you like, um, trying to, to bribe um, a, a witness that was going to testify against uh, pretty much a third of, of the cabinet. Uh, in terms of, of graft, corruption, um, political favors, as well as, as um, contracts to companies that, that would have done work with state-owned enterprises. 
I mean, does any of this sound familiar? It, it, it's like a repeat of what South Africa is going through in terms of of um, the state capture narrative that we've been talking about for some time now. And, and I think there's a huge lesson here because when one has a look at the way that the financial markets in Brazil are responding to to uh, these these uh, revelations that have been hitting Brazil recently, it's a very very clear sign that foreign investors have become a lot more judicious. Things are tough out there. Uh, and investors will not invest money into countries that do not have faith and and um, uh, uh, confidence in. And so when, when these types of scandals hit a country, they hit investor sentiment particularly hard. And again, another lesson that South Africa can learn, a cheap lesson South Africa can learn, get your political house in order, sort out this, this, uh, this political noise that's going on in the background with corruption and graft, um, get rid of the state capture once and for all, uh, sought South Africa to make it a, a, a business-friendly jurisdiction that, that people can have confidence in. And we won't have to suffer the, the tumultuous financial market situation that's unfolding in Brazil, which unfortunately for Brazil is going to probably plunge them back towards uh, recession or recessionary-type conditions, which is exactly where South Africa doesn't want to be. So I, w- I would urge people to just keep an eye on what's happening in Brazil. Aside from the fact that it is impacting on investor sentiment in the short term, um, I think there's a lesson there on what can happen um, through uh, a country uh, not looking after itself, maladministration, corruption, poorly run state enterprises. Uh, all of these things are, are nicely encapsulated in example for South Africa to learn from in Brazil. And then always try to find uh, just a slight, uh, you know, bright spark amongst all the doom and gloom on a Friday. Just to end on a positive note, George, uh, gold has had a good week, hasn't it? Yes, so um, that, that, that is a, a very good point to make. And I think um, South Africa has a natural hedge on that front, and the natural hedge is, is, uh, is, is gold. And so gold, through this tumultuous week where obviously President Trump has had uh, his issues, uh, where there's been a lot of uncertainty, the dollars come under a lot of pressure, we've had volatility in the financial markets, then we ended off with Brazil. On a very poor note, um, we've actually found the gold price has, has had one of its best weeks in, in quite a long time. And so for South African miners, there's, um, a, a, let's call it a gold lining on this cloud. Um, and, and to say that uh, fortunately for them, they will have something at least to hang their hat on uh, heading into the weekend. And, and to say that South Africa still has the ability to, to do so much right uh, going forward. Uh, we do have a, a tremendous resource base which we can still leverage off. Um, and, and fortunately for us, the gold price has played ball uh, for the miners this week, and, and that helps South Africa not just in terms of production and manufacturing, but also in terms of uh, our trade account and our current account. Well, George, thanks so much, and you have yourself a fantastic weekend. That was George Glynis, Economist and Managing Director at ETM Analytics. You are an entrepreneur, a nation builder, a job creator. We can't imagine South Africa without your contributions. And we think it's time we recognized your achievements. Visit eoy.co.za and enter the 2017 Entrepreneur of the Year competition sponsored by Sunlum and Business Partners. Let us celebrate your success. Entries close on 31 May. Entrepreneur of the Year competition celebrating entrepreneurial excellence. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.
at 11 minutes before 7. The Secretary-General of the South African Council of Churches, Malusi Mpumulwana, says that South Africa is just inches away from becoming a mafia state. Mpumulwana was speaking at a Council of Churches briefing at the Regina Mundi Church in Soweto. The SACC is releasing a report uh, from its unburdening panel, which was created after former Deputy Finance Minister Mkabisi Jonas made allegations of state capture corruption by the Gupta family. The panel is a moral response to the promise of a free post-apartheid South Africa. Mpumulana says that it's their responsibility as, a ch- as the church to protect South Africans. Tsepo Mungwai compiled this report. The South African Council of Churches says it has put together a detailed document about corruption in the country. The document contains confessions compiled from information that was voluntarily obtained from church members who have either been involved in corruption or have witnessed it. Bishop Malusi Mpumlwana is the Secretary General of the Council of Churches. Not everybody that came to us had caused something wrong. Many of them had been approached, they had actually lost their jobs because they refused and they are trying to build a new life. They don't want that life also to be destroyed because they've talked, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. And there have been stories, for example, of women that have been molested by their bosses, promised advancement in the, in the workplace. The four-member team was established to lead the unburdening panel. According to Mpumlwana, of the people who came forward did not have confidence in the law enforcement agencies or were too scared to do so. What frightened me, actually, is that these people were terrified.